Yeah, Vikas Prabhu, it's your big day. Vikas Prabhu has come up with this amazing presentation. I had a chance to get a sneak preview. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. So let's see, we'll wait for five more minutes before devotees come. Today seems to be all boys club. Harira, you can post a message, remind the people that we have a class and that surprisingly we are starting on time. Yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna, Dhanud Pranam, Prabhuji. Because Prabhu, you'll have to ask Rahul or <clears throat> Reshmadhyay, somebody to make you co-host to share the uh, screen. Yes, Prabhu. Shall... It is now.
Ritika, you can just get uh, Vikas to share, Vikas Prabhu to be co-host or something. Hare Krishna, Dhanantan. Oh, you're there, Rahul. Good. No Prabhu, but I'm on an iPad today because I will be taking laptop for and work. <laughs> Jaiho. Very good. So who is going to make him share? He's got a presentation. No, no. Yeah, Prabhu, Prabhu can share directly, Prabhuji. How? Yeah, sharing is enabled for everyone, Prabhuji. Oh, is that so? Yes, yes, Prabhuji. Good. Okay, we'll just wait for a minute and then start before some more. I want Vikas Prabhu to have some audience. He should not suffer like I do. And I start the program so late that there's nobody left. Dinpan! I think you should start Vikas Prabhu. That's fine. Vivek Prabhu, Dinpan Gopinath Prabhu has come back from Surat. So when he comes next, yes, I, will, I will let him give you his darshan. Hmm. Yeah, now he's going to Kanpur, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, he's coming to me. I'm, I'm traveling to Kanpur day after. He's traveling. Oh, okay. Okay, okay let's start. Omajjana Timiranda Sinjananjana Shilakya Chakshun Milikuminatasman Shuburvenama. All the best, Vikas Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Uh, I'll be going to uh, talk about uh, the chapter 8, Attaining the Supreme. Uh, I seek the mercy of uh, Lord, uh, Lord Krishna to speak further on this. So, under the able guidance of uh, my Guru Rishi Kumar Prabhuji, I present the next slide. So, section, uh, this these are divided, this chapter is divided into six sections totally. And the section 1 covers from 8.1 verse to 8.4. In this, Krishna answers to Arjuna, uh, which was asked, he had asked two questions in the last two verses of the chapter 7. So for this, he answers uh, first 7 out of 8 in 8.3 to 8.4. So they, they are as this, Brahman spirit, he describes his at indestructible living entity. Adhyatma is the controller of the body. That's the eternal nature, the self. To serve the Supreme is Adhyatma of the Jivatma. Karma is the total fructive, fructive activities. Activities you generate from the metal body for the living entity. It is like the action-reaction Paapapunya. Adhibhuta is the material manifestation, constantly changing physical world. Adhideva, the Supreme Demigod, the universal form, which is also known as Virata Rupa, which includes all demigods and their different planets. Adhiyagna, the enjoyer of sacrifice, Paramatma, every, Paramatma in every embodied Jivatma, Krishna himself. So where does Adhiyagna reside in the heart of all the entities? So Purport 8.1 describes Atma, that is refers to mind, soul, body and also senses. Brahman, it, it 
can refer to the supreme absolute truth the lord himself in addition it also correlates to individual soul and uh, uh, arjuna describes uh, uh, lord as the purushottama which means he is the supreme person not simply a friend and he is the supreme authority able to give definite answers on any topic purport 8.2 the verse describes adiyagna in this the uh, it described can be indra or vishnu vishnu is the chief of primal demigods including brahma and shiva and indra is chief of administrative demigods both are worshiped by yagna but the real question is who is the actual lord of yagna so arjuna in this verse addresses lord as madhusudana madhusudana means madhu was a demon which was uh, slayed by the lord himself so he is actually trying to kill the demon of doubt not expected to arise in the krishna conscious devotee and then there is a discussion of prayana kale means at the time of death the crucial time when whatever we do throughout life will be tested indicates arjuna's anxiety to know the position of a krishna krishna conscious devotee at the time of death what should be the state of his mind in verse 8.3 there is a description of living entity and supreme lord as both are called brahman but there is difference between them living entity is called brahman because it is eternal and indestructible therefore same in quality as lord himself but lord is differentiated by referring to as para para, para brahman even in vedic literatures he has been described as para brahman difference between material consciousness and spiritual consciousness is also discussed in this verse material consciousness is trying to lord over results in karma that is papa or punya and further karmic attachments such consciousness result, results in further generating karma so a karma is what is been propagated and spiritual consciousness is to serve the supreme so spiritual consciousness naturally creates a karma living entity jivatma is also called as marginal entity in this verse uh, because the living entity sometimes he identifies himself with the matter and sometimes he identifies with the superior spiritual nature eternally uh, superior spiritual nature therefore he is a marginal being eternally he has only one spiritual body but he takes uh, birth uh, uh, repeated in birth death cycles he takes many material body what happens when living entity identifies with matter he takes body from any one of the 80 84 lakh uh, species in different consciousness Th- that is based on the transmigration the transmigration from one body to another is based on the karma which he generates in this material bodies and for elevation to heaven then he performs yagna and other pious activities so vedic sacrificial process uh, this is be, uh, described uh, in the bhagavad gita 8.3 verse page number 364 para second and third i have very little understood this uh, slide because uh, it's from chandogya upanishad so a lot of doubts in this so i'll just go through the next one krishna conscious viewpoint avoid such sacrifices take direct krishna consciousness and go back to godhead this is what lord preaches this verse refutes the impersonal commentators who says that brahman take takes part the lord takes part the form of jiva in material world 
they have misunderstood bhagavad gita 15.7 verse the living entity lord himself describes that he is a fragmental part and he and he is a parcel of himself even in vedic literatures the, there is a distinction between brahman and para brahman para brahman is lord himself uh, jivatma can be called as brahman because he is the eternal fragment of the lord himself so supreme lord is achyuta he never falls but jiva may fall down this is the main thing which refutes uh, ab- ab- about the mayavads who say that brahman takes form of the jiva in the material world purport 8.4 describes adibhuta that's a constantly changing physical nature which manifests as six changes of the body that is birth growth sustenance byproducts dwindling and death adi dwaita is universal form contemplated by neophytes that is a virat rupa which who cannot approach the supreme supreme lord in manifestation as super soul he is contemplated as follows legs represent the lower planets head represent the upper planets and eyes are sun and moon adi yagna or parmatma the functions of uh, this has been described in 8.4 the functions of super soul that is super soul parmatma acts as a witness to the soul activities he is the source of souls various types of consciousness and gives the most important to, uh, thing to an individual soul is free will and independence eva in uh, actual term refers certain certainly and stresses that parmatma is non different from supreme lord krishna himself and who understands the function of all this manifestations of the supreme personality of god it clearly is a pure krishna conscious devotee just make a small correction to the slide that when you written free independence that is uh... this may be free will or independence you can write okay prabhu but uh, i think it's a copy it must have missed out while typing yes prabhu section 2 8.5 versus 8.5 to 8.8 it describes about prashna kale that is remembering krishna at the time of death prayana kale ah prayana kale whoever remembers the supreme at the point of death will attain the supreme destination so krishna consciousness means being purest of the pure because of constant remembrance of the supreme lord who is the purest of pure smarana that is uh, remembrance it is not possible for an impure soul purify yourself by practicing remembrance if not practiced one cannot remember krishna at end of his life so uh, and in 8.5 to 8.6 uh, verses uh, how to practice remembrance is been described one is live in satvik mode that is mode of goodness life dedicated in service to krishna and thus always thinking of uh, krishna mind fixed uh, to to the lord constant and incessant incessant chanting of holy name is the best process his divine grace srila prabhupad mentions that the full hari krishna mahamantra three times in text 8.5 and 8.6 to stress the importance of this process and lastly tolerate all the impediments like a tree whatever we are facing while doing all these activities this is referred this reference is from lord chaitanya's shiksha shikshakam verse 3 tarura eva sai sunana so general lord the time of death is one state of mind at the time of death determines the destination attained in the next life 
So Purport 8.6 establishes that the process of changing one's nature at this critical moment of death. His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada explains that the best process is chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra and transcendental absorption in Krishna's service. Asur's next day, spiritual body and how to make sure that one thinks of Krishna at the time of death is practice remembrance not only during one's life, not just at death and refutes thinking anything will give the same result. Example is Bharat Maharaj who became a deer and then he was reborn as a deer and then Jada Bharat. So that's example being used. Arjuna then has a doubt that uh, remembering may be better advised than fighting. And then Lord himself clears this misconception in text 8.7. And he says that the Lord does not recommend giving up prescribed duties. So 8.7, the principles throughout life practice remembering Krishna by dedicating mental, intellectual and physical activities to the Lord's service. Mental is think of the Lord himself and by chanting Hare Krishna mantra. Physical is carry out your prescribed duties and uh, of fighting dedicated to him. And intellectual is mind and intelligence always fixed on him. Result will be freedom from all material contamination and surety of attaining him. How to practice? Constantly chant Hare Krishna mantra and continue deity duties performing active devotional services. Text 8.7 is an important instruction to all men engaged in material activities. To remember Krishna is so important that Krishna himself repeats the same point in the next verse 8.8. Lord stresses the importance of remembering him in the verse and refutes the concept of smaran requires inactivity. Thus, he refutes the need to give a prescribed duty to remember the Lord. The most effective means to remember is chanting Hare Krishna mantra because it benefits it benefits revival of the memory of Krishna. Ear, tongue and mind are engaged in Krishna's services. Attain supreme, uh, Krishna's services attain Supreme Lord and his planet. Analogy is very similar to Caterpillar thinking of becoming a butterfly, same way uh, we continuously thinking of Krishna transfers us into the Goloka and with the same bodily constitution as Krishna. Thinking of Krishna as a practical process, a constant thinking of Lord in any of his features is possible only by chanting Hare Krishna and practicing it is purifying at the end of life one transfers to the God's kingdom. In this verse, uh, importance of Purusha is also been described. Two points are established. One is that Lord is the real enjoyer and not the living entity. Living entity is a marginal energy and meant to be enjoyed and confirms Lord as a personal person. This connects to text 8.9, which recommends meditating on Lord's form as a person. So yoga practices is chanting of Hare Krishna. Yoga practice is meditating on the super soul within while chanting Hare Krishna is fixing the mind always on the Lord. So section 3, 8.9 verses 8.9 to 8.13 describes Yoga Mishra Bhakti that is practicing remembrance through meditation. So 10 ways of thinking meditating on the Supreme one is Kavi, knower of past. He is a knower of past, present and future. 
is also puranam that is origin of everything he is anusasitram that is supreme controller anias aniam sam smaller than the smallest dhatram that is maintainer of everything he is beyond all material conceptions achintya inconceivable rupam always a person aditya varnam luminous like sun parastat transcendental beyond the material nature yoga mr bhakti is meditating meditating on him as a possessor of these qualities enables one to realize super soul was the goal of yoga practice done by yogis so yogis recommend doing sat chakra yoga that is meditating on the six chakras and bhaktiya yukta indicates to fix the mind in devotion at death yoga balana indicates that without the practice of yoga that is sat chakra yoga or bhaktiya yoga bhakti yoga one cannot come to the transcendental stage of remembering the lord at time of death advises practice transcendence through yoga during one's life it refutes the idea that i'll take spiritual i'll take up the spiritual path at the old age purports 8.11 and 8.13 describe who enters the impersonal uh, brahman that's a brahmar uh, jyoti jyotir those learned in vedas who utter omkara practice celibacy great sages in, in a renounced order of life om and hari krishna man mantra vedic system learn to vibrate om and learn of impersonal brahman by living in complete celibacy the modern system no celibacy possible no such institution therefore lords chaitanya preaches according to the injection of kali yuga only yuga dharma is holy name holy name and om brahman and krishna are not different if anyone quits body chanting hari krishna he goes to the spiritual planet purport 8.12 describes pratyahara that is implies uh, withdraw senses from the sense objects control five jinendriyas no sense gratification allowed mind fully focused on super soul and life forces on top of the head that's agnya chakra for modern age above practices are impossible best process is krishna consciousness some fix the mind on krishna immediately transcendence is achieved so coming to section 4 verses 8.14 to 8.16 in this uh, bhakti the remembrance of krishna through pure bhakti is described bhakti yoga is the shortest and easier path it's easier and more effective to remember the lord through unalloyed love and devotion so purports 8.14 describes the final destination of unalloyed devotees who who serve the supreme personality of godhead in bhakti yoga their final destination easy to obtain krishna because there are no material impediments in devotional service only qualification is the sincere desire to advance in devotion gyana ashtanga yoga depends on prayer knowledge renunciation and favorable situations for practice which is very difficult in kali yoga in devotional service krishna gives the intelligence how to attain him ananya cheta refers to pure bhakti yoga without the mixture of gyana karma or hati yoga no other desire but only krishna pure bhakti yoga uh, uh, don't desire anything karmis desire sense gratification gyanis desire relief from material misery 
yogis desire mystic abilities but a pure devotee devotee desires only lord's pleasure ready to you and go to hell so this references for chaitanya charitamrit where niskama is you no self interest desires and they get perfect peace सततम और मींस ऑलवेज रेगुलरली एवरी डे रेफर्स टू प्यूर डिट इज कॉन्स्टेंटली रिमेम्बरिंग कृष्णा एंड मेडिटेटिंग ऑन हिम थस विंस द लॉर्ड्स अटेंशन creating vrindavana pure devotee can create vrindavana anywhere this example is sri advaita acharya tells this to lord chaitanya wherever you are o lord there is vrindavan there are five uh, rasas of bhakti yoga one is shanta rasa dasya rasa sakhya rasa vatsalya rasa and madhurya rasa shanta rasa is the four kumara example is four kumara dasya rasa is chik uh, sir and sakhya rasa vatsalya is hanuman dasya hanuman dasya and sakhya is sudama vatsalya is uh, uh, yashoda maya madhurya rasa prabhu ji is is all the gopis and uh, shrimati radharani at the top most level rasishwari so great place means of dwarka at a, to a minor extent okay prabhu so great blessing of krishna conscious uh, process of chanting hare krishna mahamantra is pure devotee and lord never forget each other for a moment also the 8.145 verse describes uh, personalist devotees of the supreme lord krishna they achieve highest perfection and are mahatmas are supreme souls are so called mahatmas vedic literature describes this supreme planet as uh, avi avyakta and akshara and param paramagati the meaning of avyakta and akshara is planet beyond material vision and inexplicable paramagati is the supreme destination destination for the supreme souls mahatmas description of mahatma is also been given this supreme souls receive in parampara they receive transcendental message from the realized devotees there's a gradual development they develop gradual gradually develop devotional service in krishna consciousness highest absorption they get abs- get so absorbed that no desire of any elevation to any material or spiritual planet so uh, lord himself glorifies the supreme abode by contrasting it to the material world purport 8.16 describes to come to krishna consciousness is must if you want to go to krishna's abode all other yogis have to come to this level to go at uh, to goloka for heaven it is a place of return brahmaloka again can be achieved by panchagni vidya of sacrifice that is chandogya upanishad describes it the fate of brahmaloka is if we do not cultivate krishna consciousness we must again return back to earth scope of progress on higher planets if progress if they progress in krishna consciousness they gradually elevate to higher and higher plan, planets 
can they go to spiritual sky if perfect in krishna consciousness can go to spiritual kingdom at universal devastation references baldeva vidya bhushana commentary on bhagavad gita section 5 is comparing the spiritual and material world so purports 8.17 to 1.8.19 Uh, duration of material universe is uh, described and it is limited one kalpa is equal to one day of brahma which is equal to 12 hours of brahma one night of brahma is life span of brahma is around 311 trillion 40 billion earth years so one kalpa is 1000 yuga cycle each cycle has following four yugas in this order satya yuga is about four times the kalyuga treta yuga is three times and dwapar yuga is two times the kalyuga and kalyuga itself is uh, Four lakh thirty-two thousand years. At present, we are at the pratham charan of uh, Kaliyuga. That is uh, crossed five thousand years. Brahma Loka, if compared to material planets, not free from birth, desires, old age, and death. I mean, material conceptions are still there. Who goes to Brahma Loka? Elevated sannyasis and fate of Brahma because of service to the lords, he gets liberation. Bhutva. Bhu- भूतवा भूतवा प्रलयते रिपीटेड क्रिएशन डिस्ट्रक्शन बिकॉज़ ऑफ बीइंग कैप्टिवेटेड बाय इल्यूशनरी एनर्जी द थ्री टाइप्स ऑफ एनिलेशन अ लिविंग एंटिटी एक्सपीरियंसेस विद रिस्पेक्ट टू ब्रह्मास लाइफ अ डेथ ऑफ द लिविंग एंटिटी एवरी टाइम ही टेक्स अ बॉडी एंड ऑफ ब्रह्मास डेज एंड एंड ऑफ ब्रह्मास लाइफ इंटेलिजेंट पर्सन टेक्स टू कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस ह्यूज ह्यूमन लाइफ फुली इन डिवोशनल सर्विस चैंटिंग हरे कृष्णा no more rebirths transfers in this life to the spiritual planet of krishna and become eternally blissful the spiritual world is the description of the spiritual world in this purport is given the spiritual world is eternal free from birth and death it is infallible because krishna's superior energy is opposite to material energy in quality full of unlimited bliss there is hundreds of thousands of goddess lakshmi serve the lord as opposed to the material world which is full full of miseries and limitations fulfills all desires but whoever goes into those planet they don't have any desire as such so desire trees surbikas all attractive eyes uh, all attractive the lord is described eyes are like lotus petals body color is of clouds he wears saffron cloth garland around his neck peacock feather on his hair unmanifest to mundane eyes transcendental to manifest and unmanifest difference from material world is repeatedly manifest and unmanifest so lord's abode never changes like material world is composed of chitta shakti is a supreme destination and is a place of no return purushan purushan na param kinchit sa katha parama gati this is katha upanishad 1.3.11 this describing place of no return purports 8.20 to 8.21 describes the abode as chintamani dhama is the ultimate destination according to katha upanishad a place of no return as described in verses 8.15 8.21 and 15.6 absolute nature is krishna's abode is non different from him and replica of golok vrindavan is bhoma vrindavan on this planet 8.22 clearly states that the supreme destination for which there is no return is the abode of krishna the supreme person lord is all pervading by spiritual and material energies variegatedness of spiritual 
energies that is ananda chinmaya rasa material energy although the lord is always in his supreme abode is nonetheless all pervading by his material energy yashanta sthani bhutani this phrase in text 8.22 means that everything is sustained within krishna within his spiritual or material energies and importance of word bhaktiya bhaktiya to enter krishna supreme abode or any of the vaikuntha planets is po- possible only by bhakti is been described in this verse vedic description of supreme abode supreme personality of godhead resides in uh, supreme abode and has millions of plenary expansion eko vasi sarva gaha krishna gopala tapni upanishad 1.21 there is only one godhead in supreme abode that is krishna the last section that is the supremacy of pure devotion in attaining krishna the ways of living the body uh, the yogis uh, plan it out in light influence of fiery god auspicious movement of the day fortnight of waxing moon or six months when the sun travels to north this is for yogis and gyanis destination is brahma jyoti Uh, path in darkness ni- or night during smoke fortnight of waning moon or six months when the sun passes to south reaches the moon and comes back 8.25 for whom path of karma kandis destination is attain heavenly planet and return to earth and uh, for devotees unalloyed devotees it's any time and uh, the destination is krishna loka purports 8.23 to 8.27 can a yogi choose time of living expert yogi can choose if not expert in choosing then it depends upon accident or destiny kala refers to the presiding deity of time kala uh, kala refers to the presiding deity of time and travel to moon planet eligibility is one expert in fruitative activities or sacrificial methods life duration there is 10000 years engagement is somarasa and other pleasures fate when the credit when the credit finished again uh, returns back to earth yoga yukta implies to engage constantly in krishna consciousness in all activities example is rupa gosame yukta vairagya devotee does not worry about different path and is undisturbed because he is firmly established in krishna consciousness and chants hari krishna all the time best way to observe is dovetailed in the service of krishna the last verse 8.28 path of vedic literatures brahmachari life is study of vedas under spiritual master many austerities and penances trained in celibacy and menial services beg arms take food only under master's order vedic study is not meant for recreation of armchair speculators but for building a perfect character householders life sacrifices in charity according to time place and person and retired life vanprastha that is tapasya sanyasa and purpose of vedic path is actually to for gradual elevation to perfectional stage the beauty of krishna consciousness is by one stroke of devotional services one surprises all the rituals what's been described previously of different ashrams idam viditva implies that one should understand the instruction of krishna very scrutinizingly which those in chapters 7 and 8 how by hearing in association of the devotees how not is by academic scholarship or mental speculation 
the great it is a great fortune to understand middle six chapters in association of the devotees why is it a fortune because life becomes glorified beyond all yagna dana tapa and all results of such activities are automatically achieved simply by krishna consciousness so relishing study of bhagavad gita the different uh, stages one is initially the neophyte will have shraddha this is a little fate in bhagavad gita then sadhu sangha that is from there the devotee qualified devotee not from a mental speculator then bhajana kriya and anartha nivritti service in association of dispels all the misgivings about god nishtha then one becomes fixed in one study ruchi and asakti releases the study attains a state of feeling always krishna consciousness then the final stage is bhava and prema that is advanced stage falls completely in love with krishna the highest perfectional stage and transfers to krishna's about eternal happiness hari krishna prabhu ji i completed my presentation all yeah. glories to srila prabhu sir thank you you want to go to that slide uh, which you had a doubt about you there's some problem with the page numbering i forgot to tell you that this is what about 36423 what is that page number uh, prabhu ji actually i have used a vancore system uh, i was not able to understand the vedic so for my reference i put this i mean uh, 364 is the page number 2 and 3 are the paragraphs Oh, okay. Okay. Does someone want to explain this? It's very directly given in the purport. स्वाध्याय प्रभु हरे कृष्ण ऑफिस प्रभु जी ओके Prabhu, I'm the mobile Prabhu, not Prabhu, not so easily visible to me. Okay. But. Jivana Radhika Mata, you want to try to explain this? Prabhuji. Prabhuji. Prabhuji, I mean, once they go to the heavenly planet, from that I can explain. I mean, from. 
but the initial part i don't know matlab i'll i'll try to explain whatever i know probably yeah. it's like to go to the heavenly planets they do specific sacrifices or yagnas and then they go to the heavenly planets and once their merit is exhausted then uh, in the form of the rain they come back to the earth and then uh, grains they go in i mean they take the form of the grains and then they are eaten by man and then transformed into semen and then to the women and then they become a child but prabhu ji this five kind of offerings and then it goes into the five kind of uh, fire no that correlation even i am not able to understand like planet clouds how do they uh, correlate with that offerings of faith and joy or no that one i am not able to understand prabhu ji okay so if you go to page uh, uh, if you go to the first second third and fourth paragraph of uh, verse 8.3 uh the chandogya upanishad describes the vedic sacrificial process on the sacrificial altar five kinds of offerings are made five kinds of offerings are made in the five kinds of fire right the five kinds of fire are uh conceived of as heavenly planets clouds earth man and woman these are the five kinds of fire and the five kinds of sacrificial offerings which means these are the offerings that are made under the fire faith enjoy on the moon rain grains and semen so for the faith becomes the offering into the fire of the heavenly planets and that in turn leads a person to be go to the level of becoming an enjoyer on the moon enjoyer of the moon so uh, and similarly you see each becomes the offering that is why these numberings are made each becomes on top is the kinds of offerings panchagni there the five kinds of offerings and then each one of them becomes an first is a five kinds of fire which is panchagni five kinds of offerings is panchagni vidya and the five kinds of sacrifice each becomes so that is the key given at the top this is what is given in the first paragraph and the third paragraph in the fourth paragraph it is mentioned in the process of sacrifice the living entity makes specific sacrifices to attend specific heavenly planets and consequently reaches them when the merit of sacrifice is exhausted chine punya marti lokam vishanti living entity descends to earth in the form of rain then takes on the form of grains the grains are eaten by man and transformed into semen which impregnates a woman and thus the living entity once again attains a human form to perform sacrifice and so repeat the same cycle so the cycle essentially starts with the sacrifice so the human being performs sacrifice you become sacrifice you go to the heavenly planets you become heavenly planets and enjoy and then you fall down 
as uh, rain through the clouds lands on the earth become grains eaten by man transformed to semen transferred to woman becomes child in child if he finally performs sacrifices the whole thing happens again this is uh, at a very very basic level the explanation i will just try to see a little bit more talks about how Prabhupada's purpose gives a technical description of karma. So the whole thing is about a description of karma. Karma means essentially the, the journey of the jiva specifically to the heavenly planets is a return to earth and is acquiring a human body after falling from the heaven in the form of rain. What else is there on this? Like we know that we, I keep quoting a shloka from Brahma Samhita how, how every living entity from Indra to Indra Gopa, the small insect, they form their body based on the karma. So if, as, as uh, depending on how they, what activity, what karma they perform, they form their next uh, body. Uh, Prabhuji, I have a doubt here. Yeah. Prabhuji, this heavenly planets, clouds, earth, why is that called as sacrifice? Matab, offerings, this side is okay, but why is the other side called as sacrifice? Matab, these are not any kind of yagnas or anything. No, I'm not able to understand that. Yeah. Uh, let me think over it and try to give you a more plausible explanation because elsewhere in the Gita, it does come that, uh, for example, the for the brahmachari, the offering is... Uh, Swadhyaya, and he offers it in the sacrificial fire of the year, if you notice. So that's the way it is explained. So each becomes an offering. Uh, in other words, uh, I'm just trying to make it a little bit more plausible. Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Um, I um, on the right hand side it's on the left hand side it seems that like rain is being offered to the earth for the satisfaction of the earth so mm -hmm. rain satisfies the earth grains satisfies the man 
or faith shraddha satisfies the heavenly planets is it like this no you are you you are you are technically right i'm just trying to see if this is exactly what it is i'll i'll get back to you on this everyone because it's otherwise it looks very straightforward each becomes an offering into the next level of sacrifice so that it's like a cyclical process and and uh, we we talk about 3 plus 3 uh, 3 plus 2 5 five five kinds of offerings and each becomes like faith is an offering uh, you offer your faith to go to the heavenly planets you offer your enjoyment but you don't you don't offer your enjoyment to the clouds so i'll have to just understand this but i'm so sorry i can't i can't make sense of this right now fully let me go through this again i can i can twist you around with some vocabulary but i, I the honest in, in reality i'll have to study this better very technical hari krishna prabhu ji yeah prabhu ji is it referring to the material karmas of the person who is uh, wanting to enjoy and then uh, he's getting back to the earth is it these offerings and sacrifice are is referring to the karmas of a person that is true so, definitely is karma it is it says right the top it says the actions that result in a material human body so based on the karma one performs the cycle of sacrifice it starts with the sacrifice so uh, so that's what is given here five levels i'll study this better and let you know uh, just send me exactly this slide only this slide you send me okay prabhu i'll i'll uh, i can't fault you for not being able to explain it because i am not able to explain it properly because i didn't uh-huh. quite look at it this way when i read from the gita part it was fine but when you offering it as a technical diagram like this I'm a little stumped. Yeah. Who is that? Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhuji. Then Prabhuji. Ah, Rahul. Yeah. Ah, Prabhuji. I mean, just uh, a thought came to me uh, about this. Like when clouds form, uh, gives the rains, and rain comes to earth, and earth gives the grains. Yeah. Ah, uh, so I was just thinking, like uh, in various part of the words where artificial rain has been done by cloud seeding. Yeah. so if the rain this rain doesn't actually results in grains then uh, this is also a sinful act yeah this just a thought came i thought i'll just that is that is that is why it, it doesn't uh, that's why one is not supposed to go against nature going yes, against nature will implicate sin yes roji that sense yes 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 roji prabhu ji i think uh, uh, even genetically modified grains is uh, causing lot of infertility
Hare Krishna. Sorry, power went off. Oh, my battery. What's happened here in between? Hare Krishna, am I audible? Yes, Prabhu. Nothing yes, is discussed. Everyone's just waiting, is it? Yes, Prabhu. Oh, okay. Oh, let's see. Who else can explain it? Dev Dasi Mata, you give an explanation for this? No, Prabhuji. Yeah. Okay, so let me study and get back to you on this. I'm not very clear. If I'm myself not clear, I can expect you to explain it. How this becomes your offering. So that, uh, let's, does anybody have any other questions for Vikas Prabhu? Or in case he needs my help from me. Prabhuji, one question. First of all, let's congratulate Vikas Prabhu. I think it's very difficult subject. He's tried his best to make a very good presentation. Exactly 60 odd slide presentation. After I told him, he cut it down to 30 odd slides. How many slides are there finally? Uh, 48, Prabhuji. Uh, okay. Reasonable. Uh, although you had to rush through. Instantly, when I said 48, the time is now 48, 648. Uh, and uh, I think it's a lot of hard work. I don't know when you found time, when did you make this? Uh, Prabhuji had got the soft copy of these books. Uh, oh, Acha, you took from all that. Which all? Uh, Subodhini surrender, uh, surrender unto me, uh, Rahul Prabhuji had given. Uh, and uh, then uh, Gita Subodhini. Yeah. And then there was Gita notes also, which are soft. Goranga Priya Prabhu. Goranga Priya Prabhu. Goranga Priya. I think this must be coming from that probably. Either this or Subodhini. Uh, it's coming from uh, Gita notes, Prabhuji. Ah, Gita notes. I thought so. Because with due respect, it, I'm not familiar with it. It's for a long time. It's a long time back that I studied. I'm not familiar with this explanation. So it's something very new. One simple rule on presentations is never put anything on the slide which you're not clear about yourself. It's not about coverage, but uh, you know you should be on top of what you're presenting. So I'm just giving a quick feedback in terms of uh, what is good about your presentation and your areas of improvement. Okay, I think we'll start doing this for everyone also, so that uh, I'm basically a teacher. I I teach teaching. I teach teachers training courses in ISKCON. So one of the first things that I want to say is uh, in terms of uh, your content, it was excellent. Uh, I think it covered all the 28 slides with the key take-homes. Uh, it was not very uh, elaborate. You still had, you finished on time. Uh, you could have still taken a little bit longer, but still you... Uh, uh, finished on time. So that is a very good, uh, these are two good points in terms of our content coverage and in terms of uh, time taken. Uh, in uh, the other uh, big standard point was that uh, I think you refer to all the resources available, um, which is very good. 
So these are some definite uh, plus points in your presentation. In terms of areas of improvement, I would like you to add some more intonation into the way you present. Because at times during the presentation, it looked like you are reading from the slides. Although you might have been, but you know, you, you can just put in some, maybe watch some of the news readers, how, to, how, how they can read without, uh, you know, being seen as being read. They'll be reading from teleprompters. So that's oh. something you can practice. Uh, because as a you're a practicing doctor, right? Uh, Prabhuji, this uh, the spiritual topic is uh, I'm. No, I'm, I'm not, asking you. You're a practicing doctor. Yeah, I'm practicing. So you're used to making presentations. I'm used practice. to making, but the, there's so many Sanskrit and it's like my okay. first time when I'm presenting. Uh, oh, very good. I'm happy. So actually, half the topics are to re-cross refer to actually understand it a little bit. And I didn't give you enough time, I guess. I gave you 40 You know, hours. I had sufficient time, Prabhuji, but it's like uh, I'm a neophyte uh, in this. No, no, you are presenting to neophytes. I'm, and I'm the biggest neophyte. Every day I have a new fight. Uh, so the point is uh, that um, still, I mean, you present only what you are on top of. It's very simple. What you understand, you present. What you don't understand, I don't know. Like, you know, I have an option to, I can sell through concepts to you people easily, but it'll be cheating you. I just don't understand that particular slide and I'm, I'm honestly admitting I don't understand that slide. So because it's Gauranga Priya Prabhu's content slide, you don't need to be, only Krishna is Sarvajna. So you put things on this slide that you understand and present it nicely in a seamless way. And that will make the presentation more engaging. Today, because it is in a, this is a receptive group, it is okay. All these people are, you know, they want to hear from you and everything. But so when you're presenting now, it, it makes sense that you uh, try to add in some of these emotions so that there'll be greater connect. And I would have liked to see some kind of take homes at the end of every one or two slides or, or, a, or a summary of the chapter, like four, five, six, seven points towards the end. So that would kind of encapsulate things. Uh, but what I like the overall about the whole thing is that uh, I, I like the fact that you done your best. I can easily see that you have done your best for this and I'm grateful to you for that. Thank you, Professor. So, so, so you could try to see if the, some of these areas of improvement you can like to focus on. Also some of the spell check and grammar check issues that uh, I could come up with like uh, that free independence and a few other points. Yes, um, you can just see if there they could be avoided. Um, also, uh, the 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 slide uh, that was used, the design that was slide design that was used, was uh, not flashy, but it was a little bit uh, uh, to elaborate. It could be you just put a plain slide, slide design should be fine. Okay, because sometimes it tends to distract uh, visually when you put uh, what they call in Mumbai as dhasu uh, visuals. So, but I'm I'm ha simply happy with your effort, and it's uh, it's wonderful that uh, preaching means to create preachers, and I think that is my service to all of you. That eventually all of you to become should become teachers. And that's the point. And, Especially getting doctors who are not familiar with uh, spiritual medicine to make them administrate. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a pleasurable service. 
Thank you. I, I am thankful to you for this uh, contribution. I think we should all type in some <laughs> congratulatory messages to our dear Vikas Pro. Uh, I guess you already sent it, but I think it's all gone off because my, my power went off. So I think, once again, hurry, hurry. Just let me put a big clap for. So appreciative. Thanks for your blessings, Professor. Just a servant. There, I'm clapping for you. Okay. Um, yeah. Are there any questions apart from that slide to Vikas Prabhu? Are there any questions, Prabhus and Mantujis? Okay. He's keeping studied silence. So I guess that's that. Okay, so tomorrow we'll assemble with Bhagavad Pravaha. That uh, will be at the usual time of 2.30. Day after, I'll be leaving for Kanpur for a few days. From there, I might go to Ayodhya. Uh, there's some service there. I'm not going for <laughs> Ramajanma Bhumi. We have Iskon has a preaching center that is coming there. And then as in my services as chairman of Northern Indian Divisional Council, I have to sometimes see if centers can be upgraded. So I want to just go there to see if they are ready for being officially declared as an Iskon center. It's a small preaching center that's operating. So I'll be going for that. Krishna Willing from Kanpur, I'll go. So obviously, I'll be trying to see if I can catch you all online. Like in Dehradun was a washout. My sessions were so complicated. I tried to teach Bhakti Shastri to Gurugan devotees from Dehradun. It was a washout it was because of the signals. So that's no wonder all Dehradun people are migrating to Dubai and other places. <laughs> okay. Srila Prabhupada Gita. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, I have a question. Yes, Mantra. Prabhuji, tomorrow in Bhagavad Prabha, you'll be concluding chapter 5th or we'll be starting with chapter 6th? Uh, no, Canto 5, I think we already covered... Uh, the last... Bharat uh, Maharaj's teachings to Raghuna we've covered, no? Yeah, yeah. So I think the, the and Mataji has already covered uh, yeah. the Vedic cosmology part. Yeah, yeah. And then 6th Canto. Well, yeah, we'll start with fresh with 6th Canto. Prabhuji, another question that you were mentioning yesterday, the austerity of, uh, you know, taking baths with cold water yeah. in winters. Prabhuji, yeah. does that help? Austerity, this kind of austerity helps in uh, increasing our bhakti somehow? Well, yes and no. Because uh, in general, um, austerity is, uh, some of these austerities are good for physical health also. Like many, in Ayurveda recommends that if you take bath in cold water right through it, it is fine. 
bathing in cold water and drinking warm water it's uh, recommended in ayurveda and so therefore in that sense yes but apart from that uh, um, i say like you keep quoting rupa goswami krishnartha takila cheshtita whatever we are doing is for krishna's service but grastha generally it is not recommended to cold water but for brahmacharis it is recommended it helps uh, yeah yeah prabhuji because I, till I, last winter i was trying it yeah but, uh, but this winter like it's too cold like yeah yeah i guess so that's uh, all this is what i wanted to yeah. understand no but you have to do what will help you in krishna service that is a final clincher what's the use that you fall sick and then your service is affected no yeah yeah so yeah. that will be spiritually honest and see that's fine like for it's me like, it's, it's like distinguishing like uh, whether it's going to help in the service or it's going to help in a the final final uh, the final uh, take is uh, ready for it. that's the point and then the other that is one of the qualities yadrucha labha santushto which we pleased with whatever comes on its own accord so we should be ready with that kind of situation you're right hari krishna prabhu ji yes mantri last you are sounding like old all in the radio no not okay put on a near phone or something if you don't know hari krishna prabhu uh, you yes. had asked us to remind us for the bhagavad prava jada bharat instructs rahuguna hmm i think uh, yeah we covered yeah. it na no? i think harihara prabhu told us that it's not covered no prabhu we did not cover that part no i was supposed to cover it that you know did i i thought i covered it afterwards after you reminded me i remember that you had reminded me because Mataji is supposed to check, no? What is uh, Radhana Mataji? Did I cover? Yes, Prabhuji. Uh, you said that you will cover it in the next class. So I think that is why you are asking. Some, oh, yeah, somehow the class was. Uh, oh, now I remember. I was supposed to cover, and that that class got postponed or something. That didn't happen that day. Yeah. Okay. So then, what we we'll lose? We'll. Uh, uh, we'll cover that raghunas uh, um, bharat maharaj is teaching raghuna and we'll explain uh, because i kind of still remember because you know why what happened that day 
Anyways, it's, it's, you guys are supposed to remind me and you reminded me. So let us... Uh, thank you, Reshma. And thank you. Thank you. So we'll... Hare uh... Krishna. Yes, Mantri. Prabhuji, regarding artificial rains, Prabhupada had uh, uh, in Machel when there is famine and there are no rains, Prabhupada told just to Sankit Nigna, Prabhuji, then at that time, rains came and there is a lot of water. Later and where, uh, in, where was it? Medchal. Medchal farm, Prabhuji. Ah, the farm where uh, the Bhadrukas farm which we have. Yes, Prabhuji. And yeah. also in Tirumal Tripati, Tirumala Devasthan also invited religious groups when there is a famine and no rains. So Sripad Maharaj went there and did Sankitanikna. When Sankitan is over at that time, the rains. Uh, oh, Sripad Maharaj did that. I thought it was Lokanath Maharaj. I had some information that it was Lokanath Maharaj. Okay. Yes, so I would like to share. Oh, this, achha, achha. this is wonderful. Later they donated that land. I heard it. Oh, achha. Thank you. Okay. okay, so let's cover Jad Bharata's instructions to King Raghana. And uh, I may have to share. Uh, screen sharing has been enabled, not all, for everyone. Yes, Prabhuji. It's enabled for everyone. I might want to share slides. Okay, Prabhuji. Let's see how it goes. Okay, there's nothing then I like forgiveness for my ignorance. I'm not answer your question suitably. We'll try to cover that. Thank you. 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 Thank you.